You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two next door neighbors who love a good chat and a good cocktail. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, neighbor. Hey, neighbor. I am so excited for this episode. We are talking all about personalities, including revealing our Myers-Briggs personality types to each other for the first time. Whoa. (laughs) The big reveal. Mm -hmm. This was a listener suggested topic, and it is such a great one. And apologies to that listener because I could not find your recommendation. Yeah. I would love to have thanked, <laughs> thanked you personally on the episode. So a great one. tweet at us, send me an mm-hmm. email. We'll give you a shout out on, a, on another episode. Mm-hmm. Raise your hand if it yeah. was you. <laughs> um, so before a cocktail, we are also super excited to announce our fall book club selection. Yay! The Girl on the Train. Woohoo! A little creepy. <gasps> perhaps for mm-hmm. the fall a little eerie um, yeah but not too much that's right we're not getting crazy that's right so please read along with us and let us know what you thought our fall book club will air on november 12th so you have about a month to mm-hmm. get that read mm-hmm. um and just thank you so much to everyone who suggested books on facebook and yeah twitter and all around um Sentence you gave us ones. some great choices so mm-hmm. we kind of went off of those yeah, and we also just want to put out our final call for summer postcards since we are finally heading into fall here. Mm-hmm. Um, so send your postcards on to us, and we'd love to send you one back if you include your address on the postcard. You can send that to Kelsey Wharton and Erica Ladd, P.O. Box 396 in Gilbert, Arizona, 85299. And we have the address on our website girl yes. next door and it was too. 105 today today oh. is october 1st that we're recording this and it was 105 <laughs> so you can feel free to keep them that's coming. right so disappointing <laughs> we still need encouragement so disappointing but we've been loving your postcards so thank you so much to everyone who's been sending them in okay before we get into the episode i've got a cocktail for us woohoo I am calling this, I think you're going to like this, the bubbly personality. Oh, look (laughs) at you. So this is, um, surprise, there's Campari in this cocktail. (laughs) We're drinking Campari so that bottle's gone, people. Yeah, we are. Um, So let's see, this was based off of a recipe that I found in Bon Appetit, but I had a very boring name it was just like the campari champagne cocktail yeah so yeah i had to i had to step that up a little bit Uh and so you stir some honey into campari and then you put some orange juice into that you let it chill for a while Mm -hmm. making kind of the base then um when you make the cocktail, you add that, you top it with champagne. Yeah. And that's the bubbly. Some, and I added some lime. I love the name of it. Yes. Too. <laughs> Perfect. All right. All right cheers. cheers. Ooh, I like that. I like it. I think that's my favorite Campari one so far. I am liking Campari. Yeah, I I was thinking that the like the orange juice, the sweetness plus mm. the honey, I feel like that so really helps mellow it out. And then those yes. the bitter notes of the Campari are kind of a nice that's a Compliment, really nice balance. not so like over powering exactly. if, you, if you're so if you've tried Campari and you feel it's a little strong this, this would be, be a way good to go. way to mellow it out okay so I, I have to tell you that we almost had a very different cocktail <laughs> you always have cocktail stories I, I love it every because cocktail story. it was a pretty like we were just getting home kind of late like right at six and yeah. feeling rushed so and you just almost gave me pumpkin beer <laughs> yeah which I would have been okay with <laughs> and so I knew I had to mix up the honey and the Campari earlier. And so I was kind of like doing dinner, managing the boys and (laughs) all the chaos going on around. And 
I'm pouring out the Campari into a measuring cup and like mixing in the honey. And I was just like, man, I don't remember it being so dark before. Like I had kind of thought it was more red, but oh. I was just kind of like, whatever. I'm just like doing this and mixing it up and <laughs> put it in the fridge. And I go to put the bottle away. And as I'm putting the bottle away, I'm like, oh, look, there's the Campari on the shelf. What did, what did I <laughs> just mix up? I almost tried to serve you um, a cocktail based in vermouth. Oh, with orange <laughs> juice. That would not have been tasty. So you're welcome <laughs> that I you. noticed. Thank you for that. And it turns out that Campari is red. It's yeah. not brown. <laughs> if your Campari is brown, <laughs> it might be vermouth. Note to future self. <laughs> All right, so we each took a mini Myers-Briggs personality test, which we will link to uh, in the show notes. Mm -hmm. So we'd love for our listeners to take the test and let us know what personality you are. We have not told each other the outcomes. I have been very excited. I've been like waiting for this all (laughs) week. (laughs) Me too, I'm really excited. Okay, but before the big reveals, um, let's each say what we think like the dominant personality traits are, and it doesn't have to be the Myers-Briggs. Like the exact. Right. It can okay. just kind of be like the, you just kind of the, the big parts or the, the like st- strengths of the other person's personality. And then let's also each say what we think our own personality strengths and weaknesses are. Okay. So. Give it to me. I, I did go off of like the actual letters Okay. For that's you, fine. That's so fine. You know. Um, so I think that you are an INTJ. All right. So I think you are, my, my perception Mm -hmm. is introversion in terms of how you kind of recharge and like Mm -hmm. need time to yourself. Yeah. Um, and for intuitive, Mm -hmm. I believe. So an intuitive perceiving of the world, which is, um, let me just double check. So I'm saying this right. So you're basically, you have an internal imaginative world going Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. and a a deep thought life, kind of inner thought life is how I look at it. Um, And then T is for thinking. Mm -hmm. So making decisions mostly based on logic versus feelings Mm -hmm. and J for judging or this one. It was like, I mean, Kelsey has to be like, and maybe I'm wrong, (laughs) but I feel like you have to be like 90% on this one. (laughs) So J for judging, which one of the dominant things was organizing all of their life events and as a rule, sticking to their plans. <laughs> so I was like, um, ding, ding, could ding. you come up with a better description? Yeah. For so Kelsey? I think you are an INTJ. Okay. All right. Okay. And tell us about your personality. Okay. What but you, I, what you thought or like what I thought going in. Yeah. If you can still have those thoughts pre, okay. pre I definitely thought I was introverted. Mm-hmm. Um, and that there was a lot of feelings involved. A lot of feelings. That's what I knew. It's a lot of feelings there. Introvert with all of the feelings. Okay. So I knew it was somehow related, but I have never gotten quite this specific. I've kind of heard about it or dabbled gotcha. in it, but never taken the test. Okay. Kind of like that. Okay. Well, I, about you? I like kind of thought about your personality before I took the test. And so I wasn't, and I'm not as familiar with these. So I'm going to kind of give you like these like dominant traits and I'll all be, right. I like and, this. And I am very curious to see kind of, and I think I'd love to have this discussion. You know, there are some traits that they talk about in the personality test, mm-hmm. but then there's some traits that like don't show up. And so I'm so curious, are those like, like tied where to that personality? Fits in. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So anyway, okay. So, so for your personality, one of actually the first words that comes to mind for me, for you is loyalty. Like Aww. I just, there, you have such loyalty, like first to your family, mm-hmm. like first, like 
even before you had the girls, like Mm -hmm. to your marriage with Jeremiah, you're just like so intentional about that. And then, you know, with the girls Mm -hmm. and building that, you just have this like fierce loyalty, Mm -hmm. I feel like, like, you know, kind of like that mama bearish, but then just to your friends too, like you're always there for them. And so that like sticks out to me a lot. You definitely love to be independent. You like, like to have your, you know, you want to get along with people, Mm -hmm. but you like to be able to have a say in it mm-hmm. and you like to be able to have things, mm-hmm. you know, have things your way. I also love that you are not afraid to take a leadership position and like take charge mm-hmm. when you need to, I think. Okay. Um, I definitely think that you're an introvert and we've kind of talked, we've kind of yeah, talked about that some before, of this. Mm-hmm. but what was interesting from taking this test is, um, thinking of it existing on that scale, like how it right. gave you the percentages. Right. I never thought about it existing in that way so I'm so curious to see how Mm -hmm. each of us because I think we're both introverts but I'm so curious to see like how our percentages compare um and I think you're an optimist that was something else that like came to mind I mean I just feel like that was really sweet and I just gave you letters (laughs) 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 or to think about that (laughs) that's okay okay but then okay I so I thought about some of my strengths and weaknesses and and this was before I took the test okay so I'm not sure how much we'll end up tying in but I felt like my strengths are I think I have really good communication yeah I mean I am a writer for a living and I do love to explain my feelings to people (laughs) and I will re-explain them to you in writing or verbally exactly (laughs) any way you wish um I love to organize both my stuff and my thoughts yes like I know and there's a difference I think like (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think that that's where that came from you really strong with you like you must Uh uh-huh you organize like inside and outside of yourself picturing my whole like library in my head that's like all tidy and everything no and I tell you it's a huge strength because people we would not this podcast (laughs) would have gone way off the rails if she wasn't that way so she keeps us way on track but I love it um I also think I have a strength of like understanding overall situations and trying to develop solutions for them. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's something that I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if a str- I have a strength at it, but I like doing it. Like stepping it. back, like how can mm-hmm. we, exactly. what's really going on here exactly. and how can we solve it? How I can, would agree How with can that. I make that mm-hmm. better? Um, I love habits, love routines. Um, okay. And then a couple of my weaknesses, which we've talked about a little bit before, that I want to stick to my habits and routines. It's difficult for me right. to vary. Right. <laughs> and I can also get emotionally overwhelmed. And I think maybe that plays into like my personality yeah. type. If there's just mm-hmm. like too much input or just, you know, kind of just feeling too much. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Okay. So but before we reveal too, can we talk about the act of taking a personality test? Yes. Are, are you also constantly second guessing yes because it's like do I really do that or do I wish I did yes yeah or the other thing I do one one thing that sticks out to me it had um and this was on a scale from like big yes little yes Mm -hmm. undecided little no big no so Mm -hmm. you could kind of have a range and there was one that was like if you're in like a crowded room or like a room full of people you tend to either like be at the center or Mm -hmm. be on the side and for me I'm thinking okay if I'm in a class or a meeting, I like to be like pretty upfront right. or in the middle because right. I want to be engaged. But if I'm like at maybe a big cocktail party, social, right? It's and totally so different. I wish they gave a little mm-hmm. example. And so no, and I do think it almost makes me want to take like the full, yeah, the full version one. where it's mm-hmm. much more detail and you get you know, know. a little I bit. Maybe that'd be like a Christmas present. Right. Someone can, give, can you give me this personality <laughs> test? <laughs> um, but I did. I ha- I had to. 
I wrote down um, one of the questions that it asked because it was just so, so funny, like how clear my answer was. Um, here's the statement. You are inclined to rely more on improvisation than on prior planning. <laughs> and I was like, no, never. No, and that's what's so funny is mine was a capital yes. Like, <laughs> yep, always. Oh, I'm much so more inclined funny. that way. That's so funny. Okay, let's get to the exciting All right. part. Tell me your personality, Erica. All right, mine oh came out I-N-F-P. <gasps> Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me more. Okay. So on the introverted scale, I was like 38%, Okay, which makes sense to me because I do, I mean, obviously I'm not a private person at all. And I think that that is a trait, a common trait for introverts. It's just Mm -hmm. kind of wanting to retreat into private land, but I'm very open. I am vocal. I'm social. Social. Mm -hmm. Um, But the interesting part about that is like, I throw parties because like you said, like I want it my way right? and I want it's, it is way more draining for me actually to like just go into an unknown social situation Mm -hmm. than to control it. Yeah. And I, and I'm exhausted after I do, by the way, like the whole next day, but yes, I like to just have it around me because Mm -hmm. then I feel comfortable. Like I'm in my element. And it's not quite so draining as you know what? That going is somewhere else. So interesting. I'm sorry. Now I'm going like, to no, talk about fine. myself. No, it's but fine. That is so fascinating to me that you put it that way because that is how I feel. I um, have always like, I don't like when people try to throw me a birthday party or even when I had um, a baby shower, mm-hmm. I just wanted to do it myself. Yeah, I want to be in the details. And so I had like a, a nursery like open mm-hmm. house. Like Which come was, see the nursery. I love that stuff. by the way. I don't know if we ever talked about that on the yeah, show. Yeah, I don't it think was we cute. did. It was fun. But I think it, and, and I knew I couldn't figure out why it was like okay for me to be the center of attention like in that setting, but mm-hmm. not in another. And I think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. I was like, I wanted to have it on my own terms. I wanted to make sure it wasn't too over the top or mm. anyway. So anyway, you just gave me some insight to yeah, myself. No, so, so thanks, I think that's friend. kind of an interesting twist on that. And just, I mean, I think this is pretty more, it's much more commonly talked about how introvert is not like shy versus outgoing. Right. And so I'm definitely not a shy person, Yeah. but it's like about energy mm-hmm. and how much energy I expend to yes. be social or yes. to be like on, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So then N is for intuition mm-hmm. and this was intuition versus to see. Uh, I don't know what the other side of it was, but I, basically meaning look. that a person believes mainly the information he or she receives from their internal or imaginative world, <laughs> <laughs> which is totally true. I think that's like mm-hmm. the creative side and mm-hmm. also just the, that independence to like, no, I mean, I just kind of know how it should be mm-hmm. and I want it that way. Mm-hmm. And so that has more sway with me than, what's going on in the external world, right, you know? Right. And that's kind of that whole thing. I think you and I have talked about this too. Like I have specific expectations and mm-hmm. I'm very disappointed if they don't right. go that way. Yes, exactly. Um, F is for feeling. And I was 78% on this one. <laughs> it was my highest one. 78% feeling. Yeah. And feeling means that as a rule, she makes a decision based on emotion uh-huh. and what they feel they should do. And, and that, that is, and that's the thinking versus feeling. Right. Okay. And that's definitely me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then P is perceiving, mm-hmm. meaning that I'm more inclined to, this is where I feel like you and I are opposites, mm-hmm. more inclined to improvise and explore other options than have a plan. Okay. So, and what percentage were you on that? 31. One? Okay. Yeah. So feeling was my highest sway, okay. but otherwise I wasn't, 
I mean, I guess I don't know how high your percentages were, but everything was within the 20s or 30s otherwise. Okay. So I'm kind of gotcha. not too strong in a lot of those okay. areas. This is so fascinating. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> Wait for it. Go. Okay. What are you? I am, I am an INFJ. We're only one us. Yes. And oh, I it. am in the J, the judging. I am 91%. Oh my gosh. So I was right about <laughs> yes, that. Because that is you were what spot I, on. I mean, I was laughing, taking it like Kelsey marked the opposite <laughs> of me on this one, I guarantee you. That's so funny. I love it. I Man. love that we're so similar. I and know. Then one off. I know. I was really, and I, and I was thinking too before this, I was like, we're either going to be like, yeah, I could see us. It's funny. I could see us being like exactly the same mm-hmm. or like exactly opposite. Mm-hmm. It's like so funny because we have like so much overlap, but then there are things that we approach differently or kind right. of like differently, right. but it, that's perfect. It is perfect. That's I think that perfect. probably plays out like mm-hmm. people have said, you have just enough, you have mm-hmm. most things in common, but exactly. just enough different to exactly. have interesting conversations. Okay. And so this was interesting to me. My introverted, this was really fascinating to me. I only scored 9%. Really? Yes. Huh. Which I find very fascinating because I thought like I have been just kind of more in my adult life realizing that an introvert doesn't mean that you're just shy. It doesn't mean that you don't like to be social and stuff. So I was like, Oh, I see. I can be an introvert because I do like that time by myself. Mm -hmm. I need to recharge, but I do like to be social and Mm -hmm. know people and everything. So anyway, it was really interesting to me that I scored that low. I think part of it too, I'd be interested to take the full test because I think some of it would be so, situation based like there are some cases where I'd be more outgoing or be okay being around more people and some instances where I'd rather I don't Mm -hmm. know it kind of would depend on the night Mm -hmm. some nights I'd rather stay in some nights I'd be okay going out um intuitive I was 22 percent okay um feeling 41 percent and let's see that's and that's the one that we had that's the one that you thought might be differently and I think that's kind of interesting because I like things to be logical um Mm -hmm. but then I also kind of rely on like my gut feeling and I I Mm -hmm. do feel like there were um questions about that and it was hard for me to answer I could see you felt torn kind of of. going both Mm -hmm. ways I feel like it's kind of a combination of both Mm -hmm. and then yeah the the judging, which initially when I saw judging 91%. No, I know. It doesn't like, sound good. It doesn't the, sound the descriptions good. are weird. Like they don't actually match yes. what you're talking about. Um, there were a couple of descriptions that I had to read of my personality type um, that I thought were just like very, spot on. very, <laughs> very, very spot on. So um, INFJs are distinguished by both their complexity of character and oh okay maybe not spot on but that I liked it (laughs) you're like yep that's me (laughs) their complexity of character and their unusual range and depth of their talents I was like yes I will take that to be part of my personality Mm -hmm. um it did say they are in fact sometimes mistaken for extroverts because they appear so outgoing and are so genuinely interested Mm -hmm. in people which was interesting and that is so true of you the genuinely interested like I don't think I've ever actually met somebody that makes people feel more like valued in conversation. Like you, when you ask a question of somebody there, you're like, I mean, I'll tell you everything (laughs) about myself. Like, and I have had friends comment when they've met you. Like she is just like the most genuinely caring, oh, like cares so about what nice. you're saying person. Oh, and I'm like, so I nice. totally agree with that. So. I really do love meeting new people. <laughs> um, and Oh, it also said that 
self-expression comes more easily to INFJs on paper as they tend oh. to have strong writing skills. Mm-hmm. So I thought that yep, was interesting. <laughs> Good thing. Um, it did say they're selective about their friends. And mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting too, because I do feel like I have a very wide social circle, but then kind of the small mm-hmm. circle of very close friends. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that can kind of be hard to kind right, of Right, like manage. who's in, kind of, yeah. not, not in a judging way, but right. just like... or just kind of like then in terms of like how to choose how to spend my time or like with such a limited yes. time, I want to maintain all these relationships. Especially when it expends energy. Like. Exactly. Yes, exactly. When you're like kind of dealing uh-huh. with that introverted, introverted side. So... Yeah, so it was just so interesting. That's really, I love that actually. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, okay, so how so how did this all compare to like how you perceive your personality and like yeah. kind of what did it make you think? Um, so first of all, I think that this parenting is a big, huge mirror. Yeah. <laughs> like all of the good, all of the bad. Mm-hmm. And you just can't, because I think sometimes as you're gr- growing up, like, you know, there are times in life where being extroverted is more valued, like in right. college or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you try to make yourself fit the mold with certain things yeah. and then or maybe capitalize on those kind of aspects yeah. or tendencies yeah. of your personality. And like, especially with this introversion piece, I have never felt more introverted than with kids because mm-hmm. it's, I just want quiet all yeah. the time. Like I'm just craving quiet. I'm craving alone time. And granted they're two and three years old and mm-hmm. every mom at that age probably is. But mm-hmm. I just, I feel it in my body. Like yeah. I'm just like, ah, like yeah. I need to go hide in the bathroom mm-hmm. for a minute or mm-hmm. just, um, yeah, I just really, so I, I'm definitely feeling mm-hmm. that part of it. Yeah. But then it's also this big mirror in terms of like, wow, you have a lot of strong feelings mm-hmm. and, seeing that butted up against my two-year-old strong feelings yeah I'm like wow I really like it really gets to me like Mm -hmm. when she's even I was telling Jeremiah the other night like when they're crying I'm Mm -hmm. not just like annoyed or like rolling my eyes like I need it to like I want it to stop yeah like I feel it in my bones and it's like jarring to me because it's the noise and the Mm -hmm. energy number Mm -hmm. one when I need like alone and quiet and then it's like the feel like I can't not feel what she's feeling Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and not even in such a sympathetic way always but like it just jars me like it strong emotions like affect me I can't just like oh it's not a big deal yeah Mm -hmm. so I'm just really I really do agree with that but then I do and I do think that I have deep emotions like Mm -hmm. I feel happier than Mm -hmm. some people might Mm -hmm. at at little like little stupid things but then I also get more mad or mm-hmm. sad than others might. So I, I just feel think, like this I didn't think about that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I definitely identify mm-hmm. with that. I mean, just how, like, like how excited we can both yeah. get about fall. Totally. I mean, <laughs> and I'm genuine, like that's I'm right. not faking it. That's I'm right. really that You're excited. Really. I mean, have you heard our fall extravaganza <laughs> totally. episode? Please. We please can't fake it. that. Nope. <laughs> so I do think it's like, it's a strength and it's something that mm-hmm. I enjoy about myself, but yeah. It is definitely kind of comes with something just to be yeah, like, like I cry, of. laugh, yell easily, right. all of it. Right. You know, and so when you're parenting and you're in a relationship and what it's mm-hmm. like, sometimes it's those can be difficult yeah. things, but and I definitely so, see it. It's so interesting what you say about just the introversion really coming out. And you've talked about the difference between when you were teaching young children mm-hmm. and now parenting them. And I'm sure part of it is that, you know, when you're approaching something as profession, that is definitely just mm-hmm. a different mental mindset. Mm-hmm. And then you are also getting to come home to yes. like your home sanctuary. Yes. But right now 
Your home sanctuary. No, and I I told Jeremiah too that for me at the beginning of parenting them was the hardest part was the, there is no, even when they go to bed, it's not the same. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not, it's not an actual retreat where I can completely turn that part off. Mm -hmm. So that was very obvious to me right away. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I, I think that for me, I do notice that. I mean, even after the boys go to bed, they're still, it's not the full relaxing. Mm -hmm. I've noticed myself being able to fully relax when they're like with a babysitter or when I've taken the day off and they're at daycare, I know they're totally taken care of. And I know that I 100% do not need to, you won't be on call anytime soon. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So that's really when you can only Mm -hmm. fully disconnect. Um, so yeah, I, I found I like, I thought that my personality description was so interesting, but it seemed really pretty accurate, Mm -hmm. but it didn't say, and this is what I was talking about. It didn't say anything in the descriptions that I was reading about, like about, habits and routine and not liking spontaneity, which Mm -hmm. I think is kind of a Mm -hmm. big part of my, I don't know if you call that personality, but kind of an important part of who I am. Yeah, like how it impacts. Mm -hmm. And so I thought that was interesting. I'm not sure if that's part of it, but I didn't read it or, Mm -hmm. you know, that's just a unique thing about me. So that was kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I did like, there was something that it said in there about this personality type really caring about humankind and being very empathetic. Mm -hmm. And I, I really identified with that. And I think that especially lately, um, I've always felt that, but then it's kind of almost been more heightened since becoming a mother. Like I Mm -hmm. talked about being so sensitive to like the news and stuff. I just can't read about people anywhere in the world, whether it's our country or elsewhere without just being like, mm-hmm. that's someone just like me, or that's mm-hmm. like a mom just like me, just trying to care for her kids. And so I have just felt really overwhelmed by that. And I have to kind of be careful. I I care really deeply and right. I want to do something about it, but I know that there's kind of so much out there. I can't carry it right. all on my shoulders right. and that I can't read about it without it weighing me down. Yeah. Like it, it, there's like a fine line between like the sympathizing and the taking on responsibility, yeah. like personal responsibility for exactly. all of it, which is hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I kind of have to be, be aware mm-hmm. of that. Okay. So, um, we talked about this a little bit, but do you have anything else to add about the best qualities of your personality? Like what do you love best about your yeah. personality? I just think I really liked reading the parts about, um, imagination and yeah. how like as a child, this type um, was most likely to like, just have rich imagination and all. And I just remember as a kid, like always, I was always pretending to be something else. Mm-hmm. E- and it was usually just like a grown up version of right. myself. I remember or, like, your little, like you with your little teacher, or, yeah, your little like, teacher chalkboard. So and... always, always, always. And I was not the type to have like an imaginary friend, but I just was always mm-hmm. pretending always. Yeah, um, me too. That was definitely a huge mm-hmm. part of my childhood. I have really fond memories of that. Yeah. Um, and then I just think like, reading and writing I love that like I feel like that goes along with my personality mm-hmm. how how much I love reading and yeah. get into and stories can and can immerse myself it. in them and just have that kind of rich inner thought life and creativity yeah. I think is a strength mm-hmm. um, and just seeing the world through that lens mm-hmm. like seeing little mundane things through exciting creative lens yeah I love um, that and then yeah just the ability to feel deep love deep Mm-hmm. like fiercely, like you mm-hmm. said, which, um, can be a strength and a weakness, <laughs> but, um, I like that about myself that mm-hmm. I'm like pretty fierce with my emotions. Yeah, so I, I love that. How about you? Um, I think for me, the being 
being empathetic is something that I really value. I think that helps me identify with people. I like, I mean, kind of like you said, it's really cool that you mm-hmm. said that and you said other people have mentioned that I, I really do genuinely enjoy getting to know people and mm-hmm. hearing about their lives and trying to help them if, mm-hmm. you know, they need advice or just be there to listen or celebrate with them, whatever right. it is. Right. So I, I, I enjoy that about myself and I enjoy relating to new people. Um, I did say something in my um, personality description about loving like systems and processes. Mm-hmm. And I do love that because <laughs> if I don't have a process for something or kind of actually dealing with that at work right now, there are some things where kind of the overall situation or process isn't clear to mm-hmm. me and it really bothers mm-hmm. me. Like I like can't stop talking about it to Chris, you know, I, and so, so it can be hard in that way, but, but I love it when I have everything. Yeah. And you get stuff that done. Way. I do. I get a lot get of stuff, stuff done. done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that helps me. <laughs> and I do just feel this motivation and maybe it comes from the empathy to just like put good into the world. Mm-hmm. And that, that really motivates me mm-hmm. to do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I, it's kind of like a nice place for motivation to come from, yeah, I guess. Absolutely. So, so yeah. Um, okay. So what about aspects of your personality that are challenging or perhaps that others <laughs> might find challenging, maybe like a spouse, like a Mr. Lab. <laughs> yeah. And, and, um, if there are those, how do you like handle or mitigate or, or yeah. not? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think for me, for sure, it's all of the emotions mm-hmm. and, Poor Mr. Lad gets and I, and all I of would, them. And I would be curious. Um, I actually, I made Chris take a personality yeah, test. Yeah, I would love to see And I didn't have too. enough time to like really read uh-huh. into it. But just to say he is, this was pretty interesting. He was an ENFP. Oh, so that's funny. He and I are the same on everything except the E Being, and the I. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's so that's funny. kind of interesting. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'd love to know what Jeremiah yeah, is. I should make him take like it. like how you compare. Um, um, well, I can tell you he is... He's come a long way in this, but he definitely does not have all of the emotions. <laughs> Might be missing a letter. Yeah. Like we are pretty much, we've got to be opposites on that spectrum. Like he is all about logic mm-hmm. and reason. And yep. if it doesn't make sense right, in his head and by his careful then analysis, why? Uh-huh. then why? And like, if I can't fix this emotion that you're having, then why have it? Yeah. Right. Um, so that has been <laughs> the biggest challenge for us for sure. Yeah. Um, and then just like staying calm with the girl, like all of those things are just hard mm-hmm. when you are feeling all of the things yeah, all the time. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think I can tend to be impulsive, mm-hmm. uh, both for good and bad. Like yeah. sometimes it's a good thing. I'm like the trigger yeah. man and I'm right. decisive and just I get, act on it. yeah. And then other times I'm impulsive, like, oh, it doesn't matter. And I'll go do this. And right. That, <laughs> no, then I have a mess to clean up. Um, I like this too, which is, I felt very true and very much how I feel. Mm-hmm. It says, INFPs can even masquerade in their ESTJ business suit, which is like the exact opposite, which I really think that Jeremiah probably is, Uh Um, but not without expending considerable energy. (laughs) So it takes a lot for me to be professional and organized. Mm -hmm. And so like that to me is the hardest thing is I just, I'm very disorganized by nature. Mm -hmm. I've had to work very hard at my Mm -hmm. systems and Uh any, any semblance of systems Uh where I want to change them all the time. Right. Right. um, So that is challenging for yes. me and definitely for Mr. Lad because yes. he is kind of a robot <laughs> in terms of his <laughs> motions and his order and logic. A, wonder, so. a wonderful husband robot. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think we've balanced each other out. Like I've yeah. added plenty of magic to his life definitely. in terms of like, you know, the holidays and appreciating oh, little sure. things and enjoying 
kind of the more uh-huh. emotional, creative side of things. Right. And he's added lots of order to mine. Mm-hmm. So lots of logic mm-hmm. and order. Mm-hmm. It's so fascinating. You know, I never have been that interested like in personalities before, but now I'm really fascinated. I think also because and I'm like tying everything back to my personality type now because I really like understanding where people are coming mm-hmm. from. And so, you know, I wonder if like how much of this, you know, can really play into that mm-hmm. or then if that can help me. Cause it, it does really bother me when I like can't understand why someone else would feel right. Like that I, way. I have a hard time mm-hmm. if, if in a situation I have a hard time like putting myself in their shoes, like why, yeah. are, like I don't have the same framework for thinking about right. that that you do. Exactly. Or like if something is just so clear to me, like, well, mm-hmm. this is what you would do or this is what you would think. And so then, yeah, having that realization that, okay, other people are getting something different out of the situation mm-hmm. or just approaching it differently. Mm-hmm. So yeah, now I like want to know what everyone, everybody, yeah, what <laughs> everyone I work life. with, like <laughs> before we talk, can you please tell me your personality type? It's funny. <laughs> um, so, I mean, for me, definitely like once my mind is set on something, I mean, maybe this falls into like my 91% judging mm-hmm. where like I have my systems and mm-hmm. my ways. It's very hard for me to change. Mm-hmm. That is very difficult. And we've talked about that before. Um, and you know, and Chris is very different than that. Like I, I just am already thinking like five steps ahead. Yeah. And so then if step something at step one changes, that becomes very difficult right. for me because now the whole plan right. is out the window. And so I, you know, I have been trying to work on that and then I'm not sure where this plays in, but I feel like I have ideas and suggestions for everyone. Like, and I really kind of, I, <laughs> you I do, try. but I was going to say that I feel like you're so good. I was going to say this earlier. It didn't, it, I didn't have a good break to say it, but I feel like you are so good at naturally working them in. Like you oh, give good. great advice and it never feels oh, thank you. like judgy or that's good. Unsolicited. Do you know I, what I mean? I just am like, I feel like I'm like so eager to be helpful and <laughs> I like I have resources. And sometimes, you know, sometimes people just like need to vent or right. I'm trying to be very aware of situations in which people are just talking and being aware that like, well, they didn't ask what I think or what they should do. Right. And so I try to right. not say anything, but I do have a hard time. So yeah. No, so but I, I think because you're so genuinely interested in people, it's always like, it's like coming I, from a good I've place. I've noticed that you have a lot of advice and resources, <laughs> but I like appreciate <laughs> okay, it. Good. Like I always feel like it's a really good thing and you, you have a very good way of just like, you're being genuine and it's like actually trying to be helpful. Oh, thank it's you. never just like, well, you know what you should do. <laughs> Good. <laughs> you need to take care of this. Oh, that's so funny. Okay. So do you think your personality or how it is expressed has changed over time? Yeah, I do. That's kind of what I was saying before hinting yeah. at that. I think, um, I tried to force the extroversion part because mm-hmm. right. Cause you like, do, like to be social. Yeah. And, and, and I think that Jeremiah and I are very different that way. So I think it caused a lot of fights before I embraced it and just said, Hey, mm-hmm. I'm fine with you going out and right. me staying home instead of right. Like, no, you, you have to be doing what I'm doing or I have to yeah. be doing what you're doing. And right. so I think kind of maturing into that and realizing like, mm-hmm. no, I really need a night at home yeah it's not just like I don't need to sit here and feel sad right that you went out without me like it's good we both need that and it's fine this is is so interesting to me and I haven't had a chance to talk more to Chris about this I like almost feel like I don't comprehend being an extrovert like how do you not 
need to just like be be by yourself Mm -hmm. and like recharge Mm -hmm. for a while and so is the extroverts and I guess like maybe from like just how Jeremiah is or something and so (laughs) so riddle me this (laughs) so they like to go be around people and that makes them feel yeah like I think it's about like or am I misjudging it with people and expressing yourself with other people like that Mm -hmm. energizes them gotcha or that recharges them gotcha that is so fascinating I'm like no turn off all the lights and plug me into the wall by myself like to recharge I don't yeah and so that is I I because and I think I started to sort of realize it because Fridays were we'd have a fight every single Friday night interesting like early on in our marriage because uh-huh. I was coming from teaching all day oh yeah and having all of the children mm-hmm. and all of the adults that I interacted with mm-hmm. all day long need something Ugh, from yeah. me and then and even if I was extroverted that would be I yeah. mean you're just tired yeah but it was that other level and then he was coming from an office job which I mean he interacted with people but he is on the computer gotcha. he programs software gotcha. and he was like dying and itching to yeah. like get out and be social with people oh, and I was like so nobody talk no mm-hmm. more words I would mm-hmm. drive home with no radio on like mm-hmm. and it was this constant pull of like well I need this and so we finally got to the fact like okay Saturday will maybe be on the same page a little bit right. more Friday at the end of a work week let's just do what we yeah. each need to do you know that is so interesting um, so that's kind of the only way mm-hmm. like you get more and more energy the more you people you talk to versus mm-hmm. like the more people you talk to, the more you do in a day, the more tired and right depleted you feel. That is so, it's just so fascinating mm-hmm. to me how, how different people could react so differently. Cause yeah, when you do mention that, like, like you said, I enjoy being around people, but it's something I have to kind of, okay, I'm going to do this I have thing. to gear up. And then it does feel to me like, just like, yes. like I know that as I go through yes. it, I'm going to enjoy it. It's going to be awesome. But I know at the end I'm going to need to yeah. like have my alone time. It like, it takes me Speed a long time up. to gear up for it. Like right. I need, mm-hmm. this has been something else hard with kids is having to get ready quickly. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm prepared for mm-hmm. things, you know, mm-hmm. like for engaging with other people. And so if I don't, I know if I need to be on and like we have a babysitter, we're going out with friends or whatever, like, okay, but I need like a good Uh hour and a half to feel ready. Right. You know, without the kids and without. Yeah. And then a long time to come down from it too. Uh Like just. Yeah. That's so interesting. No more talking and like mornings. Nobody talked to me. (laughs) Nobody. Till this coffee is all the way gone. <laughs> Till it's gone. <laughs> but it is just that it's interesting too. I was talking to another friend who I think leans this way too. And mm-hmm. just how we kind of have this unspoken, like one thing a day mm-hmm. rule. Mm-hmm. Like if we have some sort of event oh yeah, or even just like, I okay, I'm going grocery shopping or uh, I'm yeah. something where I'm around a lot of people. It's like, okay, one thing. And then I need to be home, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I can't imagine how debilitating that must be for somebody who really is on the extreme side of that or to the point where that's a problem for them, like a right. social anxiety or whatever. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I know how I feel mm-hmm. with that. So I've really noticed that, um, for sure. I mean, with our, with our weeks, but we had like a really busy weekend a couple mm-hmm. weekends ago. I think we had an event like every day. And even though it was, you know, spaced out or whatever. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. still, I just was like, Chris, this was just too busy for mm-hmm. me. I really can handle maybe two things and they need to be like Friday evening and like Sunday morning. Like like, chunked. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They need to be separated like by a good space. And so, I agree. yeah, that's just what I was going to say about like my personality and kind of like understanding my personality over time. I have just realized that I need that time and I'm better about planning for it mm-hmm. or, 
like just voicing what I need. Mm-hmm. And like you said, like, it's okay if you go do this, but you know, what? I just need this. Right. And it doesn't mean I don't want to, I'm in a bad mood or anything. Right. I just kind right. of need this. Um, and the other thing that's interesting and um, just kind of fascinating in terms of me being only a nine person introvert, which is interesting, but I, I guess initially, like in high school, kind of, I didn't feel like I loved being around big groups of people mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I was, and I knew that I loved, you know, being by myself and mm-hmm. reading and all this. And so I was like, okay, I'm definitely an introvert. And so I kind of just then thought that that did mean I didn't like to be social. Right. I mean, not like I was antisocial or anything, right. but then like when I got to college and stuff, I just kind of felt like, oh, you know, big groups and whatever, that's not for me. Mm-hmm. And it was really in graduate school that I kind of had a, like a smaller cohort and it was like, no, wait, I love being mm-hmm. social. People are awesome. I mm-hmm. love meeting new people and all these things. And so that was just a real epiphany for me when I started realizing like you can kind of have both. Right. And it just is like how right. you're recharging. Right. It doesn't mean that you want to be antisocial mm-hmm. or that you're not good around people. It was like, but I think I'm pretty mm-hmm. personable. And I mm-hmm. thought it that being an introvert meant you were like shy or awkward mm-hmm. or yeah, things no. like that. Or that you were like anxious around people. Yeah, all the time. exactly. So that that was really. I think interesting. it's even interesting to think about that in terms of like I. I also I can't relate to people that can't sit still mm. and can't like be by themselves or have to have noise going all the time. Yeah, like right. for me that's really hard. I, even just like our um, babysitter just has like music on in the background oh, all the time when she's got the girls. So if I'm in and out of the house, I'm like. Ooh, too much noise, Ooh, like between yeah. the kid noise and that. And right. I'm just like, ah. right. I feel like she's antsy uh-huh. if she doesn't have that going right. on, you right. know, like it's too quiet in here. Uh-huh. And I never could relate when people would say that. I'm like, no, I really love it like this, right. you know? <laughs> yeah. That's really interesting. Um, oh, I also, I, something kind of related to that too, mm-hmm. that has changed over time for mm-hmm. me is, and especially recently, um, and with the adoption and all of the feelings that come with that, mm-hmm. I just, I, I think I'm learning to, I don't even know if the word is control the feelings, Hmm. but feel them and know that they don't necessarily mean anything or draw any conclusions for them from them. Mm -hmm. Um, I read a quote a while back and I don't know if I mentioned this in a motherhood Mm -hmm. episode or not, but it just said about adoption specifically, like put feelings on the back burner for about a a year, Mm -hmm. feel them, but then just mother with your actions and words and the feelings will settle down and get in line. That sometimes they just can be going in the background and it's okay to feel Mm -hmm. them and Mm -hmm. not deny them, but to know that they don't necessarily mean anything. Mm -hmm. Um, I really like that. I did too. So I'm kind of, that's something I've been working on with Uh all of those feels. (laughs) (laughs) I've read something similar about that, like, you know, if you have like some really strong emotion, you can tend to think, oh, maybe I'm, you know, not this extreme, but oh, I'm depressed or kind of whatever it is. Um, I feel this certain way. And that instead just kind of like noticing it, acknowledging it, Mm -hmm. and then just kind of, okay, like being okay with it. Mm -hmm. But like you said, not letting it determine um, anything. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That sounds like a really, yeah, I really Mm -hmm. love that message. Um, okay. So here's a question for you. What are your biggest pet peeves? I'm just, <laughs> I really kind of already probably started complaining. <laughs> yeah, about I'm just really curious if like they're kind of related to our personalities, which okay. it sounds like maybe some of them might be. <laughs> so 
unnecessary noise. Oh yes, like so, like, like just the having tapping. the TV, like the TV on in the background. Oh. I hate or the repetitive, like, like even the girls. I mean, I'm kind of a Nazi about it, but I'm just like, I mean, you don't need to just keep making that noise over and oh over. Gosh, that yes. bothers people. That, and I'll just <laughs> say like that bothers me. So can you please stop? Right. And I think it's okay so that they yeah. feel that they have that voice. And mm-hmm. I hear them doing that with each other. Like that's bothering me. Please right. stop. Right. Um, but it's just, I can't handle the, mm-hmm. and I'm sure what I deem unnecessary <laughs> is not <laughs> unnecessary for other people, but the clicking or the tapping of the pen or the, oh, yeah. it just drives Little me nuts. kids are so great. Oh at man. That. <laughs> um, career wise and kind of on a bigger scale, mm-hmm. I would get very frustrated as a teacher when something new would come in mm-hmm. and something new to try and that I felt like had some merit or whatever and people just refused to change. Oh, that really bothers me too. Like this whole, like I have my system, I have my way and that's, I'm not moving from it. And I just didn't right. get that. I didn't right. get how you could just not want to try something new. Mm-hmm. If you decide it's for the birds, fine. But like, right. You that can't even try drives it. me nuts. I'm actually dealing with something similar um, to that at work. And it is, Really, and people are like really emotional about it. Like, right. It causes conflict. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you even ask definitely. anybody to change like their spot mm-hmm. at work, I mean, yes. that kind of stuff drives me nuts. Yes. And then just being bothered in the morning. <laughs> and I think that this is part of it. I thought it was because I was lazy and not a morning person, but I really think it's because I'm like counting on a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. You're like kind of by myself. Up. Yes. It's that gear up phase. It's not just always the calming down. It's the gearing up and mm-hmm. like, Jeremiah wants to talk about all of the things that are <laughs> happening that day. Like he literally wants to do an agenda rundown uh-huh. and I'm like, stop talking. Send I me can't. An email. Yeah, exactly. So that is, that's, that's a problem. So funny. Uh-huh. How about you? <laughs> okay. So <laughs> the two that I put with exclamation points are <laughs> lack of efficiency and lack of communication. Those just, yes. those bother me so much. I think because and like I said, because you're good at both. I'm you're good like, at, how I'm is it good so at hard? Both. Yeah. And I just feel like it solves so many problems. This is true. You know, especially with communication. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I see so many things, especially in the workplace mm-hmm. where it's like if people would just be candid about their right. conversations or, you know, communication. Send a two second email. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Instead of like dancing all around or, or just even, um, even more so than that too, if just like try to think for a second where the other person is coming Mm -hmm. from. Try to uh, like put yourself in that. Be a little bit skilled at communicating. Exactly. (laughs) So those just drive me crazy. And kind of like I mentioned too, when, when those are missing, um, beyond just being a pet peeve, I almost feel like it can like not quite paralyze me, but like, I just can't stop Mm -hmm. thinking about it. Mm -hmm. It's like a problem I have to solve. And that can be frustrating because sometimes it's not, me that's part right. of it it's other people and i can only do so much right um okay this is another really funny one and that is people at work i'm sure you probably have encountered this who are who are like are you okay you look tired um what no thanks i mean <laughs> where okay. am i supposed to go from there <laughs> exactly exactly what where could this conversation go i have so much to say it's kind of the opposite of your genuine concern that i talked about it's the opposite of that actually it's it's, being really bad at that and it's kind of like i mean when someone says that to me there's just so many things okay there's one um 
that I'm not tired and I thought I was having a like right. a great like makeup and hair I day. I was okay until now. And you just told me like, man, you look really crappy. Right. What's going on? Now <laughs> it's I, never a compliment to say you now, look tired. Yeah. Now I feel terrible. <laughs> and then the second ask, the second part of that is maybe I do look tired or I'm having a bad day. But unless you're like a very good like friend at work, right. like I'm not just about to be like, oh yeah, man, I had a huge fight with my husband today. Right. Like, like, or something like right. that, something really personal. Especially when you just started out with an insult. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that I don't look so great. Now I really want to have a heart <laughs> yeah. to heart with you. And then on top of that, it's like, I'm a mother of young children. Yeah, right. I'm tired. All the time. I'm going to be tired for the next 18 years. <laughs> right. So thanks for reminding me of that. Um, let's see. We, we talked about, we talked about this a bit, but okay. So being an introvert or extrovert, mm-hmm. we have, um, solidly established yes. introverts, yes. introverts over here on the girl next door podcast. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, like, how are you, like, how are you recharging when you're like ragged from toddlers <laughs> and work and yeah. life and just kind of like what an introvert means to you, if there's anything else besides like kind of needing to yeah, recharge. I, and I picture up. like, I feel like I've painted myself as like the haggard stay at home <laughs> mom who's staying in the bathroom with earplugs in, but it's and not you, quite that you bad. You are not at all. Oh my gosh. Oh man. You were just, I feel like you're, I mean, you are giving so much every day and I mean, you just brought me pumpkin spice Play-Doh. I did. I did. I'm pretty proud of that. So <laughs> yeah, we made extra. Um, so definitely the after dinner tag team, like, mm-hmm. Hey babe, you're in like, yeah. I just need a minute. And actually that's been tricky. Like, um, not because he's unwilling to help, but because I, it's been hard for me to just be like, Hey, I can just go upstairs and be by myself. Let even go. if it's 10 minutes, go put mm-hmm. comfy pants on, mm-hmm. whatever, yeah. and come back down. And it doesn't mean I'm in a bad mood. Right. And I, and he's a fixer. So he wants to know right. like, Oh, what happened gotcha. today? What's going on? Gotcha. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, it doesn't necessarily mean anything. I just, we could have had the best day ever. Right. I still, and just I still need, need to recharge that mm-hmm. way. So that's been something. Um, I've used the within earshot rule. Mm-hmm. My girls are very like non-destructive and mm-hmm. non-into things as a general rule. Yeah. Knock on wood. Yeah. Um, and so I can generally leave them like I can go to the bathroom with the door right. closed by myself right. and just take a minute. Sometimes just a minute having extra. a wall mm-hmm. in between you. I want just... to not see your face for a exactly. minute. Yep. Exactly. Or I can even run upstairs and like slap some makeup on real quick mm-hmm. and they're usually good downstairs or in right. their room or whatever. So that has been good and just getting to the point because we're still only six months in where I'm like, Oh no, they really, Mm -hmm. they've proven now that they can handle that and Mm -hmm. I can, you know, check in or whatever. Right. Right. Um, and then up getting myself up before any other humans. Right. Uh, or, well, that's impossible. Mr. Lad's always (laughs) up before me, but getting up before them at least just like waking up naturally. I mean, he uses an alarm, but he wakes up super early on the weekends too. It's sickening. Yeah. (laughs) And he just hits the ground running like, hey, just make oatmeal and talk about my schedule. (laughs) No. Um, So getting up before them so no tiny humans are talking before Mm -hmm. the coffee. Mm -hmm. And then just like, I'm really, I'm feeling like in touch with my 13-year-old angsty self who just Uh needed to spend a lot of time in their room. (laughs) Like I love being in my bedroom right now. I love to clean it. I love to organize. My drawers have never been so organized. I just feel like... In my I mean, room. it's your like little, it's your little, little sanctuary yeah. where you have control uh-huh. over it. Uh-huh. And, and I we totally have kind of that. like, we've established with the girls that, um, and I think because we haven't had them from infancy and newborns mm-hmm. that like they weren't sleeping in our bed and we right. weren't doing all of that anyway. So we just kind of 
made that our space and said, if you're invited in, you can come in, right. but like teaching them knocking and mm-hmm. you know, that they don't go in there without us. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't want them in the makeup and right. all of the things. Yeah. And because the dogs kind of have their retreat then, cause when we first yeah. brought them home, they, mm-hmm. you know, they I were like not that. used to little ones around. So like they that. respect that space. And so it's kind of a treat when they do all climb mm-hmm. in bed or mm-hmm. whatever. But yeah. so it just feels like a very grown up spot in my house. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. So that's awesome. How about you? Um, so yeah, definitely just the needing the time to recharge by myself and kind of like we talked about, I'm just, I definitely just am sensitive to like emotions, like in the media, like we talked about, even mm-hmm. people talking about really emotional things. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't mean that I, don't want to hear it, but then I just like carry it with me. And I I actually have had the experience where people have been talking about something like just in the news. So it wasn't related directly to them and started talking about something that was like very emotional and difficult. And I had to ask like, please, can can we just not, yeah, can (laughs) you not tell that story or just wait till I'm not here? Like I just can't because I can't forget it. I can't Mm -hmm. unhear it and Mm -hmm. I will carry that with me for, you know, several days. Um, and then kind of like you said, like loud noises, lots of activity, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I, I have a certain, you know, tolerance I can handle quite a bit. I feel like with, with our kids, with our boys, I have noticed like when we have big family get togethers, Mm -hmm. Dash has some older cousins and they love to just run around and it's just like screaming. I mean, it's happy, but it is so loud. I've had a hard time like accepting Mm -hmm. like, okay, there's going to be happy noise and it's okay. (laughs) Yes, it Mm -hmm. is. It is tough for me. And so, um, yeah, lately with it being so hot, you can't just like kick them right. out outside. Right. But I think in the cooler weather, yes. I kind of talked to Chris about this. Like, you know, I think when we have get togethers, like then if I can't hear myself think and I'm trying to, you know, you're having, trying to mm-hmm. have a conversation with mm-hmm. someone, you might be trying to like kind of host a dinner and then there's like screaming. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. So that is, that <laughs> difficult. is difficult. Exactly. Um, but yeah, for me, just like reading a book by myself mm-hmm. and it is just having that like someone else being in charge of the kids. And it's interesting how even just the, like you said, just like going upstairs or just like walking up to get the Mm -hmm. mail, like a very little thing. Yes. Just, just disconnecting for just a little bit. It's surprising how little can like recharge Mm -hmm. you or just kind of give you that extra edge to keep going a little bit. Um, And for me too, like working alone in our quiet office, we've been, I've been kind of doing, you know, like my creative work time now. Um, I have noticed that sometimes when I go to coffee shops, you never know what the noise situation Mm -hmm. is going to be like. No, I get distracted pretty easily. Yeah. And so I've just found that actually our home office is quiet and I can, if the door is locked, even if I can kind of hear the kids, I can like kind of focus. Mm-hmm. And so that to me feels like a little sanctuary, yeah. you know, like we usually keep that door locked. Um, cause there's like Chris's musical right. equipment, computers and like stuff. Kind of and a so, no kid space. Yeah. So there is something kind of nice about, mm-hmm. about that. I'm all about turning on like all of the fans. So mm-hmm. in our master, you know, we have like oh, the yeah, yeah. toilet room, like a water closet right. fan and then the shower <laughs> fan and then, a, you know, like bedside fan. So I just turn on all of the fans for there white noise mm-hmm. and then don't hear them. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think the other thing for me that's interesting is exercising and kind mm-hmm. of mentioning like, the very like imaginative or deep thought life. I mm-hmm. think I, I'm so in my headspace yeah. then, and it can be a very intense thing, but it's just, I'm so fully focused internally. Right. That's very recharging for right. me. That and makes so, sense. Yeah. So I really, really like that. Um, 
yeah, anything else about personalities, do report back on what Jeremiah's personality is. I will, for sure. (laughs) And we've Mm got to find something. It said that it has like a marriage personality test on that website, but I'm not sure. I'd be curious if there's a place you can just like enter in your two personality types and like it to spit back what it says. Like where your problems probably are. That would be really interesting to see. (laughs) Okay. So let's move on to obsessions. Okay. So I am obsessed with, um, this certain children's book author and illustrator. Okay. And I was, I had heard of them and seen the books, but not really gotten into them Mm -hmm. very much until the girls. And we just bought this one today with Uh a gift card from you guys actually from that. We got way back for our adoption shower. Um, so we took the girls to a little, I did a little book adventure today and checked out this little local bookstore. That was so cute. Um, so it's Room on the Broom. Oh, I've never heard and of that. And it's um, Halloweeny. There's uh-huh. a witch and whatever. But yeah. it is, it's by Julia Donaldson and illustrated by Axel Scheffler. Okay. And this is the same team that did the Gruffalo, if you've oh, ever I've seen he- the Gruffalo. I've heard of that, yes. And the Gruffalo's Child. Mm-hmm. And actually, I had heard of them, but the, I got into them because on Netflix, there is movies for both of those. They're just little oh, half hour okay. short films. Yeah. But it is the most breathtakingly beautiful illustr like um animation oh wow just really? like beautiful and this is so funny because it fits into this introversion you know mm-hmm. how cartoons can just be like you know think spongebob like Ugh. in your face all of the Ew, stupid yeah. noises all of the mm-hmm. loud music yeah yeah and it is the opposite of that Ugh. it's narrated in british I'm, like, voices the feeling now and like beautiful music in the background and very serene like slow moving and the stories are just very sweet yeah and have kind of this pattern and rhythm to them mm-hmm. and so we got the book and a couple other halloween books i'm all about a theme oh yeah and then um i saw that that was on there so we watched that too and they've just had they have just been like immersed in this story oh. today and it's been so cool and I so badly wanted to watch it again that I was like hey do you want to show daddy that when he got (laughs) home from work so we watched it again um but it is the opposite of all the things you think like I don't want my kid in front of a screen because of this it's like the opposite of that like very enriching so yeah both of those are on Netflix and then the books are fabulous and then I just saw too there's actually an app Oh, for wow. room on the broom that must be like playing some games that sounds so you know, soothing i just want to watch it for myself yeah it's beautiful i really it's out. just really well done oh awesome um so yeah that's my obsession i love it mm-hmm. okay well mine you are gonna love this it right. is a scent from bath and body works yeah it is so let's see if you're familiar with a this personal one. one or a candle um i guess it's a personal one. Oh, so on I'm your gonna, body i'm gonna quiz you <laughs> it's actually on your body <laughs> it is bright autumn day have you I don't think that <gasps> I've smelled that one yet. Oh, Erica. It Get is it? wonderful. Get it. Okay. This is the thing. It comes in. I'm not sure if there's a can. There might not be a candle. I it must be more like the soaps and stuff. Huh? Exactly. Okay. So I was, I went, um, you had told me it was the two for one candle weekend. So yes. I went out, mm-hmm. I got myself sweater weather and a leaves. Yes. Mm-hmm. Highly Snack, recommend one of those. And, and then I had wanted to bring, um, like, a a fall soap for my work bathroom. Oh yeah. You had said that. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if I've mentioned it on the podcast, but someone brought in like a, just a nice lotion for our bathroom. Like it mm-hmm. was totally anonymous. I don't know who did it. And it just like made such a difference mm-hmm. in this, you know, very bland office bathroom. So I was like, Oh, I'm going to bring a soap. And this one had a really nice like label. It smelled good. And so anyway, I've had it in our work bathroom for a couple of weeks. I love it so much. It's, um, 
has like undertones of being kind of woodsy. Okay. But then there's like a brightness of a citrus and then mm-hmm. there's a cinnamon. Ooh, and yes. so it just does like the bright autumn day. It it's makes like me feel exactly. like, yes, I'm like, <laughs> I'm wearing jeans and a sweater and a scarf, but it's not cold. It's just chilly. Right. And I'm having my pumpkin it's spice crisp. latte. <laughs> and so I'm just loving it. Um, every time I go to the bathroom, wash my hands. And then just when I go in and the bathroom smells like that scent, yes. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it does. Everyone's it has dual purpose. This nice, uh-huh. um, this nice scent. So I think that my work bathroom soap is about to run out, but they do have it, I know, in a hand cream. So I think right. I got to get that for mm-hmm. my desk. Yeah, that'll linger a little longer. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I yes, like highly recommend. Good tip. Good tip. Um, let's move on to neighborhood news. Okay. What do you have for us? Okay. I've got an awesome story that just happened this morning. <laughs> Live. Um, yes. <laughs> Live from the neighborhood. <laughs> um, Chris and I were having, I mean, we were doing great. We got to daycare. And then we realize we get all the way to daycare. It's probably 15 minutes or so from mm-hmm. our house. Like not terrible, but mm-hmm. long enough that it's irritating. Yes. <laughs> if you have to come back, we realize we forgot Dashiell's lunch and Cedric's bottles. Uh, like very essential. So like no wonder the morning is going so yes, smoothly. Exactly. So we're just like, oh, and you know, it's already, it's like getting to be 745, mm-hmm. eight. Like it's like, we really would like mm. to be getting onto the office. And so, and then it's just, you know, it just puts both of us right. in like a tense. Not mix. a good way to start the day. Exactly. So anyway, we're driving back. We get onto our street and we see that our neighbor down the street, who also is one of the co-owners and the teachers at our daycare and yes. preschool, mm-hmm. Melissa, is just getting in her car in her driveway. And I'm like, Chris, she'll take the lunches for us. <gasps> so we like oh. pull up. She's like just pulling yes. out and we flag her down. And we're like, Melissa, would you mind? That is like, genius. And she was like, at first she was like, don't judge. I'm like leaving a little bit late. And we're like, no, no, no judgment. We've already been to daycare and we've had to come back. Can you help us out? And so she was like, of course. And so that is amazing. Chris, um, how are we, maybe we'd like turned around. He like throws the Prius into reverse and we like reverse down our street. And, uh, yeah, then she comes to meet us at the house. So she like, and saved us that whole trip back that's amazing it's like one leg of the disappointing trip so amazing it was just like so wonderful it's like a wonderful community moment like yes my kids go to your daycare and can you just help me so wonderful so anyway yes like some great neighborhood news so Mm -hmm. all right Mm -hmm. okay so just in time for halloween (gasps) yes nothing exciting was happening other than okay we saw the cat, <gasps> which is deemed ghost of Tailless. We have seen him around too. Emerging from the sewer like a ninja turtle, <gasps> might I? Really? <laughs> so mysterious. Like I don't know if he lives in the, <laughs> in the <laughs> sewer. I don't know where he lives. I mean, just like around. I mean, yeah. Ghost I'm telling you, I, I think he's mentoring some mutant turtles down there. <laughs> But he just, he came out of the sewer, like at the corner, how there's those just drainage like areas just appears yes, and then yes. right back down. I was like, ghost of tailless. We will link to other episodes where we have mentioned him. <laughs> if, if you would you like to no follow his story arc. About. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, what's so funny. And I think we mentioned this in a previous episode. Honestly, like, so tailless, or like original tailless. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even now remember what no. color that cat was and like if what we're calling ghost of tail is, is actually original tail <laughs> or i thought original <laughs> i thought that maybe it was a black and white cat that didn't have a tail and that See, was tailless and so I that, never that's knew why the original tail <laughs> i didn't start paying attention really until you mentioned ghost of tail and i was like no i've seen that guy for sure 
so. it was like some big gap that we didn't see him <laughs> around for a long time. So I think it is like, you know, that Halloween story where that however cat, he made like, it into the sewer. I know. That's what happened to Talos. Anyway, ghost, I mean, ghost of Talos. We can't. That's such a great name. Yeah. I mean, and just in time, like for the creepy cat season. I know. Suddenly he showed back mm-hmm. up. Mm. Um, and also this is way less entertaining, but okay. just a nice little lovely shout out. And like, I just, your husband always texts us when Aww. he's outside playing with, uh-huh. you know, the boy, yes. the boy, <laughs> that's right. Mostly Dash, the boy and texting me and then Melissa with her boy. So like we could all get together and just saying like, Hey, we're going to the park or we're out in the driveway riding bikes. And it is just the best because Aww. it's, just, and a lot of times we can't, like maybe mm-hmm. we were having dinner or they've right, right. already taken a bath or whatever, but it's just a very nice little oh, thing. So I'd like I'm to encourage glad. other neighbors. If you have like a pseudo neighbor yeah, or someone that you started kind of a relationship with, just, you know, send them a text. Like, hey, we're outside Yeah, Maybe they don't live right next to A neighbor who's a pseudo friend. Is that just someone that like lurks in the neighborhood? You don't actually live here, but you're like a pseudo. Want to hang out with our kids? (laughs) Don't do that. No, don't do that. We are not condoning that. That's not what we're saying. Don't don't, like text the (laughs) random rollerblading guy or whatever. That like random guy at the park. Hey, want to take care of my kids for a while? Be right back. That actually happened. (laughs) He's a pseudo neighbor. Exactly. (laughs) No. If you have a real neighbor Mm -hmm. who you're developing a pseudo friendship with, maybe start with a casual text like, hey, we're outside. Yeah. You want to come join Actually, us? Actually, we have had a couple of those experiences. Um, Chris was out with um, Melissa. Like, he went out on a bike ride with Dash, and then they came back and brought a little neighbor friend with them. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, hey there, buddy. Want to stay for, we're having quesadillas. Want to so stay? And then, actually, they stopped by our house another night unannounced and we're like hey does dash want to go on a bike ride and we're like oh yeah man. he does and it's so nice it gives you like kind of a break maybe you totally. need that little friend exactly. to go on a bike ride at that point i think that i think the next morning is like the morning that he slept till 5 40 which is oh, yeah. whoa banner way and to so go it was like, oh yeah he can go out bike riding every anytime night. <laughs> anytime with you friends <laughs> no and i feel like that's the precursor to like Oh my Calling gosh. and being like, can Dash uh-huh. stay for dinner? Totally. Like, I just love that. Yes. So. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, I think that's about all that we yeah, have. Oh, I loved our personality discussion. <laughs> um, so yeah, listeners, please, please to chime in with yeah, your in. personalities mm-hmm. and let us know if our personality types um, surprised mm-hmm. you or if anyone's like super into personality types. Tell I me, will tell say me that the Twitterverse is all a Twitter. Oh, and Is by it? all of Twitter, I mean your cousin oh, responded. Shout out, Emily. <laughs> shout out, Emily. Thought that we were going to be very opposite. Oh, interesting. Like complete opposite. Interesting. See, I was like, we're either going to be, mm-hmm. we ended up being, I mean, it's perfect. Yeah, like it's totally aligned. It's right just on. a little, mm-hmm. little bit off, but mm-hmm. I can, I can kind of see I that. I can see that for sure. Um, and so don't forget to send along a postcard. Um, mm-hmm. If you'd like our addresses on the website where you can also find the show notes and cocktail recipes for all of our episodes and a little plug, keep using our Amazon link. Yes. There is a link mm-hmm. to Amazon on from our website if you just bookmark that and use it um, for all your amazon shopping it works just like amazon always works but we get a little percentage of your of whatever you buy mm-hmm. and that really helps the show absolutely um pays for that campari oh yeah <laughs> thanks friends <laughs> Um, and please find us on Instagram and on Twitter. We're High Girls Next Door. And our Facebook page is facebook.com slash girl next door podcast. And we just love getting your emails with topic suggestions. This was a mm-hmm. listener topic. Um, or just saying, hey, uh, our email address is 
hygirlsnextdoor at uh gmail.com. You got it. There you go. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. email address always catches me off guard no it does it's that kind of in line what is it again <laughs>